the darkness can hold space for anything. And anything that came up for me, it could hold it. And there was a great comfort in that. It made it at times feel warm. I found stillness and quiet that I had never had experienced before, or I had for glimpses, and then was dragged back into something. And I could sit in that stillness and like pure presence for a long time. And it felt like it was never far away. Like the darkness held it for me. The sound of nothing in there actually has a sound. And it keeps me. Like when I need to come back to it, it's easy to find. And I was like, whatever comes, comes. I'm angry. I'm upset. Like, sit with it. And it just built. I got so angry. I felt like... All this like anger and frustration and emotion I realized constantly throughout my life I'm taught sit down and like control it. And what that means is like shove it down. Not taught how to move through things, how to process. And I just got like so mad. And I don't know how to describe it, but I was, like, raging in there. And this, like, animalistic, primal, like, energy came over my whole physical body. And for hours, I was kind of just cycling between being whatever that thing was. And I felt like it transformed my body. And then just, like, crying. And then, like, raging. And after hours of it, I was just, like, face planted on the ground. And I was like, I know there's still so much more inside. It's like a lifetime. And simultaneously, I wanted to, like, bust through the door. <laughs> and, like, run as fast as I could. Just to, like, get... I had so much energy and rage... Yeah, so that was kind of the double-sided coin for me, was... Trying to... S thinking that I'm supposed to be in there finding stillness and presence, and maybe my biases and preconceived notions of what I thought that was, and what it truly means to surrender and what surrendering looks like. And it made me realize I try and control my life so much. 
like so many different aspects of it. I even go so far as to try and control as much as I can other people's actions and reactions to me. I want them to love me. I want them to think I'm a good friend, a good partner. A good son. And I can't control that. It's so far <laughs> out of my control. And that was a thought I did keep having in there was, doesn't mean you don't have choice or freedom. There are things it's okay for you to choose to do and try and have control over. But finding that balance of like what's controllable and what's not is something I have to work on a lot. And maybe nothing is truly in my control at all, like nothing whatsoever. I almost think people would perceive me quote-unquote less spiritual because what I'm feeling in here is just a closer connectedness to being human and my flaws and not trying to hide them. That's been one of the biggest hurdles on my spiritual journey which has been a lifetime but really hasn't started until the last three to five years is so much of it was built up by social media and the people on there having special experiences and being special people yeah. and I came into this I think at a point finally not necessarily looking for that, but I still have some of that bias and search within me for sure. Craving to be special, have a mind-blowing experience. I want to be special for other people. I want to be a special partner. A special friend was what came up a lot. And by not being that special person, there's a lot of there's a lot of negative thoughts I have about myself because of that. And I not literally, but I kind of kept banging my head against that thought of being like you're so hard on yourself to become this special person and really you're just doing the best you can and that's enough.